check it out. There's actually fans. There's not many of them, but still. Did you read this? Yep. Although for fans, they sure do complain a lot. There's Sam girls and Dean girls, and what's a Slash fan? As in Sam slash Dean together. Like together together? Yeah. They do know we're brothers, right? Doesn't seem to matter. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And we have a special guest with us today. We have the author. They are on AO3 as Apple Crumbledore, but they have introduced themselves to us as Roni. And I don't do these intros, guys. I'm failing. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> so this is, you know, y'all know how slick Sandra is with this stuff. I am not as slick. So she has a beautiful like opening paragraph written for me that I'm just going to read. So the, I guess today, Roni, known as Apple Crumbledore on AO3, which is a killer name, by the way. <laughs> and they've been on AO3 since 2015. You have, I'm telling you this, like you don't know how <laughs> your stats for AO3. <laughs> they have written 45 fics for various fandoms. The webcomic, Check Please. Volleyball manga series, Haikyuu, I'm going to go with. It's got an A and an I in it, guys. I don't know. The American sitcom Letter Kennedy, full the Canadian Artists. sitcom, the Canadian the Canadian sitcom. Yeah. sitcom. <laughs> Fucking sub that in. I don't even know where. It's to the edited in Anne, and I was like American. Full Metal Alchemist, which I am familiar with, which I am familiar with. Video games, which I need to check your list of fix because I need to see what video games you're writing about. Their fix under fandoms have gotten like an insane amount of hits. Like you are the person to aspire to. One of them oh, has got like, eighty thousand. <laughs> that is insane to me insane and they began posting supernatural fix primarily wincest in 2021 so i suppose the first question would have to be when did you get into supernatural how did you get into supernatural what how does that happen <laughs> yeah how does that happen in you know 2020 uh for a show that's been on for so long um yeah i started watching uh at the end of 2020 sort of as a um covid desperation sort of thing um mm -hmm. and my husband got me into it because he watched it um as it was coming out sort of thing which is always funny because it reminds me that like straight dudes do watch this show in a very different way than yes. experience yes. fandom. like it's a dude <laughs> show also which is so funny it's like mm -hmm. it's kind of a dad show when you like take a step back from the wanting them to fuck part mm -hmm. which is like really funny but yeah I like monster of the week stuff I love Buffy so he was just like oh I think you'd like this and I was pretty resistant because I had only heard bad things on tumblr <laughs> Just oh. the idea that the fandom was so big and so weird. And I, I had no idea what it was about. I thought it was a detective show, which I think is because of Cass's trench coat. <laughs> I like, drew like a yeah. Columbo connection. That? Um, yeah, but I didn't know uh, anything about it. And we started watching it in 2020. And it like took several seasons for me to kind of start thinking of it at like in a fandom sort of way mm -hmm. which is weird because looking back at seasons one to four like that's all wincest moments like it's all you think it would have started kind of sooner um mm -hmm. so when you said that so your husband was what so was he was he like a big fan of it or just kind of like an occasional watcher of it and did he get when you said you started watching in 2020 did you guys get 
was was it already done and then you started watching it or how did that how did that happen I guess it was it would have been already done because it was kind of at the end of 2020 and it ended in November November. that year Yeah. yeah so it would have been after it was already done he had kind of was very into it, watched it religiously like week over week as it was coming out, but then he hadn't watched it in a few years. Mm. So he was like, oh, we'll start over together. Go Aww. back to season one. Okay. And then Aww. we'll watch through together. So I've actually not done it. I stopped watching it around season, we're on season 14 now, and we kind of haven't made that jump to finish every last episode. But yeah, for a while there, we would watch, I got through whole seasons in like a week kind of thing. Mm. Like we were mm-hmm. so obsessed, mm-hmm. uh, which was mm-hmm. great. Okay. So you're, so do you know how it ends? Did you get any? Okay. Okay. I just, just in case. Yeah. But we're, we're going to, we're we're, going to try not to spoil like too, too much anyway, in general, because as Carly will explain, we, we have a particular listener who will be so excited that we have you on, but they have not finished. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's sort of like, I haven't like sought out spoilers, but I know the Mm -hmm. big bits of the Mm -hmm. ending is what I'll Mm -hmm. say. Like I know the salient bits. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's great though. That's great getting to, I like, I'm so trying to get one of my friends who's never watched it and has, doesn't really know anything about it. I just want to like experience it with somebody new again. Like I just kind of want that. I want to see it through their eyes, you know, rather than my, however many, you know, rewatches of it. Well, you know, I'm, my husband and I do this thing too. We, I think we're on our third rewatch together where, you know, it's like every, you know, it's something we do on the weekends or when we have some yeah. time, you know, want to watch Supernatural and we'll watch Supernatural. And again, very different, but I will say, fun fact, my husband, we are on season five and it, I think it happened at the very beginning of season five. And he just said out of the blue, you know, I can kind of see <laughs> what you guys are talking about when it was Sam and Dean and like one of their moments that they were having. He's like, it's kind of like they're in a relationship together. I'm like, oh. okay. I'm like, see, it's not just, you know, I mean, yeah. like I, I'm across the board with everything too. Like I can see how people are, you know, like the Destiel and the Winces. Like I'm pretty much, I understand everybody's, you know, what everybody pulls out of it, but I know talking a lot with Carly about it more. It's just like, it's just more, it's more apparent to me or it feels the wincess to me feels a little bit, it could, it could happen easier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like There's that's, a real that's basis how for it. I yeah. Think. Like the show constantly kind of does the thing where they parallel the brothers as a romantic relationship. Like mm-hmm. they will be whatever, like folks of the week are going through something and Sam and Dean are going through a similar mm-hmm. thing, which is funny. I remember when I first told my husband, I was writing <laughs> fic for it. I was like, I'm writing supernatural fan fiction and he like we were in bed and he like rolled over he was like the brothers and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it's gosh. Like, they're definitely weird about them like talking to my my husband and his cousin who we always watched with they were always just like yeah they're they're weird about each other I get it and I was like thank you that's very valid <laughs> so that's so cute and I didn't I didn't know that about Sandra's husband so I I watched supernatural before my husband watched it but we watched season 15 together and I don't think you could pay him enough money to watch it with me again because <laughs> he did not have a good time watching it with me because I pause it and I talk and I'm like, oh, that's a reference to this. And that's a re-. And he was like, well, you just put the fucking episode on. But I don't like the way he watches Supernatural because he doesn't watch it. He just, it's like a job. Like he has to just get through the episode. Oh, no. He sees it, puts up with it. 
well no because he watched it on his own i wasn't like you need to watch supernatural he was just like oh i think i'm gonna start it it was like i think it was when it came onto the streaming services in the uk because it's been on and off them like is a mess and he was like oh i'm gonna watch it so i was like oh yeah cool i'm not starting it again with you but i mean you do you and then he's just like just like plow through them like you know 10 12 in a day and i'm like mm. you're not watching this you're just fucking looking at it you're just skimming <laughs> the cliff notes you need to like you need to like break in a season and take a day to absorb the ending mm. and deal with it up until season six because that's when they stopped ending properly but he didn't he was just like <laughs> you know finale premiere and i'm like what the <laughs> oh, you gotta sit with it you gotta stew in it you gotta feel your feelings yeah. And then we had, it wasn't an argument, but one of the big sort of things that happens at the end of season 15, which we won't spoil. I saw it one way and he was like, I, 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 don't, I don't see it. And I was like, how do you not see it? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I just, no, I just don't see it. So you couldn't pay me enough money to rewatch it with him. <laughs> and he for sure does not see any kind of shift in the show. He's oh please <laughs> no he's really he doesn't like that stuff one of one of my favorite pastimes is to go on ao3 and search for things that he likes and then like ruin them for him with the shit yeah that are in that i do that fandom. all the time <laughs> and i'm like hey do you know how many da-da-da-da-da-da fanfics are online and he's like that's fucking disgusting and i'm like i know right <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing, but my husband fucking loves it. We'll start something <laughs> new and he'll be like, what are the ships? Ron, go look at the ships. Uh, we started watching like Star Trek Deep Space Nine and he was like, who do people want to fuck? And I looked it up and we were like, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's always like fascinating. Oh, I need I need to get my husband on board. I'm going to find out. I don't think he's I don't think he's actively watching any series. Just, no. Maybe if he does a rewatch eventually, if he does a rewatch on his own, he will come to the conclusion as eventually Ted did. Like, okay, I see it now. Like, you know, it's one of those things where I think, you know, if you if you watch it enough and you really pay attention, because again, if you're skimming it and it's layers of stuff. So if you see a layer of it, you know, it's if you don't really go too deep, you're not gonna, you're not gonna see it. And so yeah, yeah I think that's kind of just the way the way a lot of people ingest entertainment you know very surface level which is great about the you know it is like it's a dad show too like and it's just amazing how one thing can be so many different things for for different people so yeah Mm. yeah yeah so i I suppose in the in the subject of ships and fix um i hate asking this question i never tend to ask it but i hate finding the answer to it out anyway obviously you're over here in camp incest with me you have a brother preference you ask that like you're pulling teeth. Um, like I, we've done a lot of these interviews, and I've only got the right answer. I think twice. No, you've got so, more than that. <laughs> no, I fucking haven't. No, I haven't. I'm gonna do a tally, and we'll come back to it another time. I was gonna say I'm gonna need to see a table of sorts. Don't um, encourage her. Don't. That'll be a fucking PowerPoint presentation. Don't encourage her. She started quoting scientific studies now and research <laughs> papers, and I can't keep up. But yes, no, I'm going to be over here holding up all of Sam Winchester, all on my lonesome. <laughs> are you coming to help? Test the uh, weight, or are you over there on Team Short Hair? Okay, I think I like them both. Like, I no, that's not an answer. <laughs> nope. Is that not an answer, Sam? Nope. 
That can be an answer. Okay, good. Okay, so to to like elaborate a little, I suppose, like they are very indivisible for me. Like I Mm. see them very much as a unit. Mm -hmm. I think Uh I write from Dean's point of view a lot, but mostly because I love writing about being obsessed with Sam. Mm. Um, And if I write Mm. from Dean's point of view, I write about Sam more uh, and I'm obsessed with Sam. So I think that's pretty great. But I also also like the inverse. And I think it's, uh, yeah, people get very attached to uh, which brother you like more. And I think that's also (laughs) a weird like thing that came with watching the show as it came out, because I have a buddy who watched it as it came out and she was like oh when I was in high school I was such a Sam girl and now that I'm older I'm a Dean girl and I'm <laughs> like weird that right? part of growing up I was like <laughs> you really attached to it but I really just see them as like they are about each other um yeah. I think in a huge way but yeah. yeah if I had to if I'm being forced at gunpoint to pick I would pick Sam um, oh god no not gunpoint <laughs> not gunpoint, gunpoint. Like, just a, a threat of if I'm being Brit. gently encouraged Gent- gently encouraged by the shouting Brit yeah no, yeah. I just so many people are like, no, it's Dean, 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 and I'm like, oh, he's heavy. Someone come and help me hold him up. <laughs> yeah, I will help good. you hold up, Sam. Good. Yeah. Yes. Good. We're gonna make a table now. I'm gonna go back to the <laughs> Yeah, count me and Sam for your table. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Writing that down. <laughs> um, <laughs> will be. <laughs> so, is it? Yeah. Do you want to go, Sandra? Shall no, I? No, no, no. Go ahead. You're you're on a roll no. now. Go. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. Go ahead, go, go. I'm not, so I'm flounding. Okay. Um, so obviously, Wincest, you know, fully on. But are there any like other kind of like ships, pairings, any, any, anything else you see? Are we just like fully the brothers? Yeah. Um, I've never written a ship that didn't involve one of them uh, because uh-huh. they are what the show is to me. Like I couldn't see myself doing something that was totally like two side characters. Um, yeah. But I've written Dean and Benny which I think is really interesting in season eight, mm-hmm. um, which I like. And I've written Dean John as a kind of pre-series thing, uh, which is contentious, I suppose. And next week I'll be publishing a fic about Sam and Crowley. Uh, oh. Which is oh. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is another one I like, but like for me, it's always, if there's like another ship involving one of the brothers, there's always an undertone of Wincess. Like to me, everything is about, and even the show, like, Everything is about the relationship between Sam and Dean, whether you want it to be like sexual or not. So mm-hmm. even when I write them with other people, it's always like there's pining or there's like hints or like they are always very strange about each other on top of like whatever the uh, other ship in the fic is. Mm-hmm. So mm. yeah, those are those are some of my favorites. I also really like um, I like Sam and Rowena. Um, yes. mm-hmm. I think it's a neat one. I love her. I've never really written anything like that, but I do want to because I just think I can't believe they don't fuck in the show. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> I like looked it up later and I was like, okay, well, like I haven't watched all of season 14 or 15. Surely they fuck at some point and they don't, which I thought was so tragic. Um, because it really sets you up for it, tees you up, I think. It does, doesn't it? It's it's yeah. Yeah. My, I, I, yeah. my head canon is that they're definitely fucking behind the scene it's never yeah. it's never explicitly because i mean sam doesn't have the greatest track record with people staying alive after he's fucked them so i yeah. can see why they didn't put it on the screen i can yeah. see that but it is it is 100 percent behind the behind the shelves in the library mm, yeah. you know it he loves applaud. small evil women it's perfect <laughs> yeah if it's totally i was so sad that they didn't like go for that one mm. yeah mm. It 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 should have been yeah, 
Dean and Benny. I'm literally, I'm like scrolling through your AO3 now, marking stuff for later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called uh, the one I wrote is called Darling, which is mm-hmm. it's nice. I like Benny. I liked that is a real example of uh the season eight like infidelity arc where mm-hmm. they are treating mm. each other like they cheated on each other with Benny and Amelia. And that was, I think, the most explicit kind of thing where you see like, oh, they're really treating uh, the brother's relationship like a romantic like thing. Like a romance, yeah. Yeah. See, I'd, I'd, read, I'd read something of yours before. I'd like, I will, like, let it, let it on. I will get to exactly how Pine Sweat came to our attention. But I'd read Blood Sacrifice Sex Magic type of thing quite a while ago. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. This is <laughs> the tits. I love it so much. And I'd like I shared that around my people who were into Windsor. So I was like, you need to read this. Oh it god. Oh so good. And I didn't I didn't put them together until after I'd read Pines. And I was like, oh, I've read that one. I know that. I think I have it in my bookmarks. I know that one. <laughs> oh funny. Yeah, that was a that was a weird one. <laughs> ah, that's not the word I would use. Oh, weird god. was not weird is not the word. I, it's the tits. Seriously. <laughs> it was I recommended it to everybody. I was like, you should read this. Thank you. Did I send it to you? You should read it. It's really good. There's a lot of I think you taught we we talked about it on Pine Sweat. So I think I have it. Yeah. I got it marked for later on A of three. Yeah. It's junkies adjacent. Mm. I will okay. say. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm gonna go like mark up your Benny fic as well and be like, hmm, I'll read this later. Okay. Do you want to take the next one, Sandra? Well, I mean, we know that you've been posting fan fiction for a while, but when did it actually like officially start in terms of your love for it and like when you got into writing it and all that kind of good stuff before Supernatural? Honestly, like my whole life, Mm. uh, I have probably been writing fic since I was 10. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first one that I can like find is I have a notebook that I still have from when I was like (laughs) 10 years old where I wrote Naruto fan fiction. And it is fucking incomprehensible (laughs) because I was 10 years old. Like I'm reading it and I'm trying to be like, why is Naruto mad? This is so weird. And it's like vaguely romantic, but I was 10. So I don't like know what sex is. Mm-hmm. Um, but Naruto and Sasuke like kiss and stuff. Um, so like a very long time, but mm-hmm. I never like get into fandoms in the way that I'm into Supernatural now in that I don't like, I've never really interacted with people before. Mm. Um, like during my intro, you mentioned like I have some fics that have gotten a lot of hits and that mm-hmm. was always just like, they're very old and it's also just the kind of thing where I would just write something and fling it out there and I didn't even reply to comments which I've learned recently is rude so now I reply to comments <laughs> sometimes so it just didn't occur to me because I wasn't mm. like part of a community you know right. like I didn't I didn't know anyone I didn't really blog about it on Tumblr or do anything so this is kind of one of the first real times that I've like been part of a little community or that anyone knows my name I have my little supernatural side blog on Tumblr which is like the first time I've ever done that uh-huh. um which is yeah it's been a very rewarding and weird experience also mm-hmm. just interacting with humans and learning about like fandom drama has been taxing but ultimately rewarding I yeah. guess I'd say would you post on Tumblr your your works as well and then or and like then cross post like what came first was Tumblr like how For supernatural you... specifically yeah. or just fandom in general I, I guess I'm interested in the supernatural part because I know for me it took a little while to kind of find a community on tumblr too so i'm I'm curious as to how you navigated navigated that with supernatural (laughs) yeah i started just straight up posting them on 
AO3. I didn't really okay. make a Tumblr and start talking to people until later. But what I did do was like what I was kind of in. I don't have a lot of like weird incest guilt. I don't really like <laughs> deal with that. Well, I, I like I hear people talk online and they're like, oh, I was a closet wincesty for years. And I get that mm-hmm. that's a lot of your environment and how you feel about sex and relationships. And I don't care. Like, I don't really feel guilt around that. But I was mm-hmm. like, instead of just following wincest blogs on Tumblr, I would like Google like wincest gifts and then like just scroll through Google results for wincest like gifts and be okay. like, no, you're not yeah. into this. You're not into this. And I'm like, ah, you're fucking into this. Follow those blogs. Um, so then I just started following a bunch of random people like gift makers and people who posted about Supernatural. Um, okay. And then uh, I made my side blog name the same as my AO3 username. And by that time, I'd like published a couple of fix. So people kind of knew knew my AO3 handle as someone who was like new and publishing Wincess fix. So folks started following me. Mm-hmm. Um and now I always post on Tumblr like a link to AO3 and kind of everyone is all all involved and all together, Aww. which was nice for uh, Pine Sweat because like mm-hmm. maybe we'll get into this a bit later. But like I was talking about how I was working on it for like maybe six months before I started actually posting it on AO3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was very nice to have folks who like followed me and knew my writing and were like, oh, I'm so excited for this thing that you're Aww. working on. Like I'd never really had that before. It was very yeah very rewarding people are very nice to me online I like don't really know what to do with it people are so nice to me oh yeah and yeah we definitely have to talk about that because one thing is like your self-control to actually get all that written (laughs) for posting yeah yeah it uh it was it was difficult but the thought of like I have no I have no um what do you call I don't know follow through or like perseverance so I was like if you weren't virtually done this fic by the time you start posting it you will leave it you know fallow for Mm. like a year do you have a lot of whips right now like do you have a lot of of stories that you've like started and haven't haven't finished no actually I don't really I work on essentially one thing at a time uh I always have I don't really have a head for keeping multiple things in my head at once nobody does but we keep trying to say that (laughs) I have like I have a little file with notes for things that could become fixed but I don't Mm -hmm. really start something until I'm done like ready to uh good job really tackle it yeah thank you the only thing I do have on the go now is I kind of started when I finished pine sweat I said that I would write like outtakes sort of like (gasps) non-canon like fic for my own fic Mm -hmm. uh because especially because I had people it's funny with the nature of like the fic being about it's a time travel thing and there's mm. because there's young Sam and Deans and older Sam and Deans I was really worried that people would think that the primary ship of the fic would be one of the younger kids with one of the older guys mm. and because that's kind of the spicy nature of time travel fic I think a lot of the time mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't and I had people being like eh, not to be gross but it would be cool if a uh, young Dean fucked <laughs> older Sam and I was like well you know uh, it's it's like not going to happen in the fic, but I'll write you a weird little something first. So I have a little file <laughs> yes. going with like different little scenarios, a little epilogue where they're at Bobby's, like a kind of, yeah, sort of just Aww. outtakes to go along with the original fic. So that's been on the back burner for a mm-hmm. while. Uh, but mostly I don't have at most like two little guys going. Okay, good. That's, that sounds, sounds very, very sane of you. <laughs> yeah, I gather that's like not how most people work. Oh no, that's, to- that's totally how I work. I I used to post fix chapter by chapter and write them in between, but I found there would be really glaring like shifts of tone 
and like atmosphere in between the chapters that I didn't like. Yeah. So my current work my current work in progress is is a series, and the first few were one shots. But then when when it became apparent that the universe had decided bitch was going to write a book, um, and I had to write a multi chapter, I was like, no, I have to finish this all before any of it goes up because otherwise it will be a mess. And yeah. also, I don't know if some if my brain's just going to go and ah, we're done with this. And I'll have to leave something unfinished because yeah. that'll kill me. So yeah, yeah that's I, the risk. I write like that. Sandra, Sandra tends to write and post and write and post, and I don't know how she does it. How do you do it, Sandra? Tell us your ways. Mm, I, I I don't know because I like lately I feel like I'm getting myself involved in too many things now, and I I tended to just do like maybe one one story, but now I'm like dipping in and out of a couple different things and. I'm realizing I I don't do that well. So it's like I have to kind of give myself maybe like, you know, I maybe like a couple of days a week if I have the time to work on this one and then jump over to this other one and then jump back. But yeah, I understand the whole like shift in in tone if you if you don't get back to something right away. You know what I mean? Like it's like you mm-hmm. kind of you lose touch with it a little bit. It's like getting yourself back, back yeah. in touch with it. So I, I do a lot of rereading, honestly. Like when I'm when I'm getting ready to start start writing again, I'm like, okay, I better just start oh, reading yeah. at the chapter, like, or like maybe the chapter before to get myself back in the mindset of what am I doing, even if I have some outlines or notes in my head. Are you more of a? I mean, I know we'll get into this more, but do you do you tend to plot more? Or do you just kind of know you've got a beginning, a middle, and end? Because we got to talk about when we get to Pine Sweat, like that is just amazing <laughs> in terms of that. But like, do you have? Do you have certain points that you know you want to hit and then you just like kind of fill in the gaps like along the way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'd say like that's much closer to the way that I work. Pine Sweat was an exception because it mm-hmm. is the longest fic I've ever written by far. Mm-hmm. I tend to go in the like 20K sort of one shot range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case I like like point form notes. Uh, I used to very much just kind of start or have, it would be around like, I'd base a whole fic around a conversation I wanted to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would kind of be like, okay, well, how do they get there? And what happens afterwards? And then it kind of builds around this thing. But I found often you get to the end and you're like, well, how the fuck does this end? Like, what am I going to do with them? They're Mm -hmm. they're here and now this Mm -hmm. feels dissatisfying. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to be a little more structured about it, but mostly it just ends up being like point form sort of scenes planned Mm -hmm. out I always think of things in terms of like I really love movies and film and I think of things as movies so I'm like okay we're moving along like what's this scene what's this scene and that's not specific to movies writing obviously has scenes but yeah uh, yeah Yeah. I like to have notes little notes so you kind of it makes it feel a little more yeah structured and stuff Mm -hmm. which which I tend to like but I I also write like pretty non-linearly like Mm -hmm. I don't always start at the beginning I'll kind of whatever I'm in the mood for, I kind of, if I know what happens later, I'm like, oh, I'm really jazzed right now to write this scene. Mm. And I jump ahead to the end and stuff and kind of fill in gaps, which is messy, mm-hmm. but fun. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a scene person too. I actually just a, like an aside, but do you, cause I've heard that some people just, they, they, when they read, they don't actually like see what they're like, they can't picture it in their heads. And I just find that like my husband, like recently, he was like, so when you like think of this thing, do you get a picture of it in your head? And I'm like, well, yeah. And he's like, I don't, I don't get that. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, like if I read something, I don't then visualize it in my head. I was like, oh, and I didn't know pe- there were people that yeah. that it was like that. And I was just like, he might have that thing. 
I don't know what the thing is, but I was just like, no, I know there's a thing. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a thing where you don't, you don't have like, you can't see images in, mm-hmm. in your mind. Cause I have a friend who has a thing and she's, she was like, it took me so long to realize that people saw things in their mind's eye. Cause I, I can't do that. I don't team. I have that thing. I don't know how I would be able to write. Like if I, yeah. if I, if I couldn't do that, because I literally like, I'll get a scene in my head or I, or I am like, I want this scene to unfold. So I need to write it. Like as I'm writing it, I'm seeing it. It kind of yeah. like, you know, I was like, oh, baby, I'm so I sorry. I'm like, that's, that sounds, that sounds horrible. And he was just like, yeah, I just don't. And I'm like, oh man. So I could see why he's not a big reader. I mean, that kind of like makes sense to me too, that I, I would think, you know, someone maybe wouldn't necessarily do a lot of reading unless they had to, if they didn't have that you know, film kind of rolling in their head as they're, as they're reading. So yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm very, very visual both because I love, I mean, I love film, but also I illustrate like Mm. sometimes or I'm an illustrator, not professionally or anything, but Mm -hmm. I I love drawing Mm -hmm. and I always just like, I see things as comics in my head. Gotcha. I have to ask then, did you do the artwork for Pine Sweat with the branches? Oh yeah. Yeah. (gasps) That yeah. was beautiful. Oh, if yeah. it was someone else, I would have credited them. Always credit artists. Um, oh, but no, yeah. it was awesome. me, so I didn't think to mention it. Well, because I, I like be like art by me, which sounds stupid. No, <laughs> I, I know yeah. I skimmed stuff, so I was like, I maybe would have skimmed over if you'd credited an artist. That was I loved that so much. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. I originally planned on doing way more illustrations. I wanted to kind of illustrate a lot more of the scenes there's like I had these few key things in my head uh that I kind of wanted to do there's mm-hmm. the um when they're at the little cabin I wanted to do Sam standing in the bathtub and all these <gasps> other kind of like cool right uh, <laughs> and stuff like that but I just it got to a point where I was like and done the story enough to start posting and I was like Jones in for it by that point because mm. I've been working on it for like six months and I was like fuck drawing post it, <laughs> um, post it. The, yeah like the little sprigs were a um a nice kind of compromise between drawing full scenes and still getting some illustrations in there which was so fun first time I've ever done that for a fic but it was so rewarding yeah it was it it was very it felt it felt like a novel like you know starting it off and then seeing that little you know that little artwork right there and I love how it changes too, like towards the end and stuff like that like you know it's actually like on fire and stuff like that so it's it's very very interesting yeah no that's great that's great to have all that all that creativity I love I've actually got somebody that I've commissioned to kind of do one of my, a scene from one of my stories. Cause I'm just like, I love this artwork. Somebody please draw something from one of my yeah. works. So I just like ended up. Okay. So I'm like, I'm so excited to like see the finished product of it. I love, I love fan art. I just think they're, yeah. they're so amazing. Just so amazing. It's so wonderful. Especially when it like goes with a fic. I know there's a lot mm-hmm. of like bang events where you've got the art and the fic yeah. together and it's so immersive and so lovely. It's yeah. always weird drawing real people. Like I come very much from the like video games and anime section of the internet where mm-hmm. those people aren't real anyways. So you can kind of draw them however you want. And I find mm-hmm. it's very daunting as an illustrator to draw Sam and Dean. Cause I'm like, Oh, these are human men. This is like very challenging. <laughs> People are so talented in the supernatural fan uh, fandom. Like some of the art you get is just unreal. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried? Have you tried Sam and Dina? You just aren't ready to like. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It's it's not at all at a place where I'm happy with it. Dean is yeah. so hard to draw. His face is so weird. Like, no one looks like Jensen Ackles. No one looks even close to the way that man looks. Mm, He's mm-hmm. very distinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So I have not had much success. <laughs> but, but I would like to keep trying. 
Good, good. Well, well. Whenever you decide to share it, I'll, I'll, I'll be all about like, like liking it and reblogging it. We'll be, yeah, sure. we'll be hyping it and it'll, it'll be great. and all our stuff. It'll we, be we exist oh, in the, the, the podcast exists on Tumblr and it exists on Twitter, and we'll be like, oh my god, guys, look. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay, great, good to know. Yeah. Ah, questions. Questions. Do you want to just jump? Do you want to just dump in? Let's just get into Pine Sweat. I kind of really want to get into <laughs> yes. Pine Sweat. We let's have like. Just- there's we like, keep talking about it. Yeah, yeah, usually there's like a, and how did you get into fanfic? And what yeah. kind of stuff do you look for in fanfic? And what do you look for as a reader? But we're all just like, we're here for this thing, guys. <laughs> so what happened was, I Sandra tends to stay in the, um like, reader insert. I don't oh, want yeah. to divide the fandom up into places, but like, like no, I'm more, I'm more like the reader, original female character, like that kind of stuff. Like, that's my Well, nobody my thought thing. that you were in with Sam. It's fine. <laughs> I know, but I wanted to state that. But I'm like, Deed, <laughs> reader, Deed, OFC. Yeah, not not 10. Yeah, Sam, no. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so bad. That's what I'm fucking dealing with. Sam, no. God damn it. Right. It's fine. Anyway, Sandra <laughs> tends here. to stay under the Dean Winchester. Reader, female character. What, just Dean, whatever. It's one of these days. It's a problem. Yes, it's a problem. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about this the other day, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to write a solo Sam fic. I just, Sam having oh, a nice yeah. time with himself. And then now I'm going to have to write a fucking Dean fic and just dedicate it to you. I was like, this is all Sandra wants. This is it. But I hang out in Winsest um for various reasons that i've talked about on the podcast mostly i'm assigned female at birth and those genitals bore me i'm not interested in that give me the dicks so yep. i'm over there in the i'm over there in the Winsest thing i don't ship destiel i'm over there in the Winsest. so i saw pine sweat when it was being posted and the summary made me go Ooh. but cool. it was still it was still in the process of being posted and i've been burned before i'm sure yep. we all have so i kept looking at it and going when it's done when it's done when it's done and then it was done, and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll happen. Because you know, you were posting so regularly, it kept coming to the top of the list, and then you were done. So it went back down the list, and I was only yeah. checking like the first couple of pages. So that was, you know, that was that. And then my good friend, Runaway Dreamer, who I met through AO3, and if you haven't read any of her stuff, I'm going to recommend it to you because you need it in your life. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Send me some Everybody needs it in their life. But she came to me because we exchanged fig wrecks all the time. And she was like, you need to read this. And I was like, oh, I've seen it. I looked at it. I saw it when it was being posted. I haven't read it. I'll go read it now. It's done. So then I was fucking blown away. And then I gently bullied her into recommending it to the podcast. I was like, just send a voicemail. It's fine, babe. Do an episode (laughs) of it. So I'd already read it. So then it comes to the podcast. And Sandra's like, Okay, I'm gonna go read it. And you she's not massively into Winces. Mm-hmm. But she came back and she was like, fucking hell. And I was like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. So <sighs> it 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 went around the houses. It went around the houses. But all three of us were just like, Jesus Christ. And I mean, Dream Dream is a Winces writer as well. So I suppose it's not necessarily surprising that we were all like, holy fuck. But for Sandra, who wasn't really that into it, to be like, oh my God, it was so good though. Wow. Yeah, I was, oh I God, was, I, I was, um, it was, it was literally like just the first, the first few pages of it. I was like, 
this is a writer and this is going to be a story. Like this is going to be a a thing that we are going to go on this journey. And the time travel thing, as soon as they saw young Sam and Dean, I think that's when everything started to click for me. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be, this is going to be insane. This is going to be so great. And yeah, Ronnie, your writing is amazing. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it really is. It's oh my God. You can see my face. <laughs> no, but it's it's there's so many layers, the plots, the characters, the way, the way you captured and the the characterization, especially young Sam and Dean, is like heartbreaking. Dean, oh my God, you had young Dean and the yeah. stuff that he was going through the revelations over like over throughout the course of the story, what he'd been dealing with for so long and yeah. had tried to bury and his, his love for Sam and how, you know, I, I've always said like, I, I'm like, just because I was never like, you know, full on the Wincest train. It's not that I think that there's something about incest. This is a story that's grand and it's myth-like and it's two characters All that and- you know, it's it's more than that. It's more than everything. It's more than, you know, it's more than the brother relationship. It's it's when you okay, like how did you come up with this idea? <laughs> I, I I read your chapter notes where somebody had given you like a time travel idea, but how did you decide I'm gonna base it? Like what what made you pick season five? Like, was it because that this was this major fracture for them and it was like how to bring them back together because I loved the parallels of showing how close Sam and Dean were growing up and then like how they're in this place now where they they can't come together and then how they come together with these revelations over time. So how did you like what happened? Well, yeah, how but, did that how did that idea come come to come to be? Yeah. yeah. I'm I mean I I I have a terrible memory and I wish I could remember <laughs> kind of more. I don't know what happened last week, but I'll I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, someone I like don't know, like an anon on Tumblr sent, how do you feel about time travel, Sam Dean? And I was like, oh, never thought about that in my life, but cool. I like, I really like most of what I read and my like personal writing that isn't, um, isn't fandom stuff is sci-fi and fantasy. Mm -hmm. So I really like that part of Supernatural. I really Mm -hmm. lean in towards like, I think not all my fix, but I think I try to, my favorite ones always have some element of like witches fantasy monsters like that part of the Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. um so I knew I when I started thinking more about like okay in what situation would time travel Sam Dean kind of happen Mm -hmm. uh I remembered it was I started it last August and like every summer now uh I guess there was an intense heat wave where I was Mm -hmm. and it was like you know 30 six degrees out where I live which is I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit almost uh, 100 I don't know yeah hot is yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was just so fucking hot and I remembered that was like the main thing that I started thinking about where I, I wanted to put them in a situation and I was like they're camping and it's fucking hot out because mm. uh, that was kind of what I was living and mm-hmm. I don't remember how I came up with the demigod thing I think I just remember like I want to I want the monster to make them do stuff. Like I wanted Mm. there to be an element of you are being affected by your environment. Okay. And I think, like you said, I think I picked season five because they were fighting because there was that rift. Mm -hmm. So there was always that bit of like seeing themselves as kids being much closer 
not having like risked any of the things for each other that they had risked as adults, which I always think is insane. Like you read a lot of mm. like pre-series Wincest and they're weird about each other and they're very intense about each other because Dean has essentially like raised Sam, which mm-hmm. is like a canonical thing, you know, but you always think like those kids haven't died for each other yet and they haven't spent like their entire adult lives together. So to kind of yeah. be in this weird spot in season five where they're not getting along and the like intense betrayal at the beginning of season five where Dean's like, I want to forgive you, Sam, but I don't know. They don't really know how to do that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I just thought it was so fascinating. I kind of love that bit and it's so gutting. Um, so I think I just wanted to play in that like very sticky it's so great when they're fighting it's so awful because they love each other so much but like season four and five were like hard watches kind of because you're just yeah. like you love each other so much and but they betray each other so deeply and it's just I love that kind of space in the show mm-hmm. so I wanted to write that yeah yeah I'm in the middle of season five like in my rewatch now and it's like it's right after gosh we got through changing channels we're getting ready for abandon all hope which I'm just like oh god this is oh, gonna god. be another <laughs> another gut-wrenching one but um yeah, they're just so much of the of the fighting back and forth and the the leaving, right? Like and yeah, you know, and I mean, I, I Carly and I've talked about this a lot, how it always, you know, at least in the beginning, it kind of felt like, you know, Dean was always the one, you know, on tenter hooks about whether or not Sam was gonna leave again, Sam was gonna leave again. And that that theme in your story, you know, is pretty pretty prevalent too, that you know, if he if he told Sam this, you know, or if he gave, he gave in, you know, or even if Sam got, you know, gives in what's to say Sam's, you know, maybe not going to leave again or you know, like different yeah. things like that. Like how very not obsessive. It's just this, it's just this, this is my job, you know, and yeah. this is, this is what it's all about. And that's why my heart, like, you know, I, I just, I have a, you know, Carly has a connection with Sam. I have a connection with, you know, with Dean in terms of like growing up and sacrifice and, you know, different things like that you do for family. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's just kind of, it's gut-wrenching yeah, for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to put myself out there. I started watching because Carly likes to tend to do this. I started watching Supernatural <laughs> um, just because I saw, you know, the little Netflix screen and I saw Jared and I knew him from Gilmore Girls. I said, oh, Hell yeah, Jared. I said, so I said, you know, may, okay, I'll eventually watch it. I found out that, you know, it was it was getting ready to do like its 14th or 15th season. It was getting ready to wrap up or whatever. So then I started watching. But it took me, I I, I just, I, Sam was wait, not. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Sa- no. Sa- Sam was I'm not telling catching. this bit. Okay, you tell me. I'm this telling bit. this bit because they are a Sam fan. It was Jared that brought Sandra into Supernatural. Would you like to hazard a guess which season she abandoned Sam and took up with Dean? Take Four? a guess. Four? Nope. Five. Six. I don't know. Oh. Six. With the fucking body and the jeans <laughs> and the waist. <laughs> and one of the first seasons where he had good hair. And she looked at all that and the like three and a half, four inches he has, Jared has on Jensen and went, Nah, shot her. Oh my yeah. god! And I will, I will never ever be okay with this. Yeah, ever because I'm like, Wait. you could pick any season, and you pick the one he looks the fucking hottest in. To it be like, sounds no. ridiculous. No. It sounds ridiculous, but I was. It, it, it's it's like if you have a guy that like you think you you think you should like, and you know you just keep trying. Like a mate, like you know why? 
it, it, it's, it's, you know, oh, he just wasn't connecting. I wasn't connecting with you Sam. You don't need a connection with those albums. Well, that, that for me, exist. in my brain, I do. And I didn't. But I also <laughs> was kind of like, well, Dean's just a big old smart ass. And just like, you know, but it took season. <laughs> it even took it even took that to kick in. Like, I, I didn't kick in with Dean until season six. And I think it was because of the soulless part of it, too. Like, it was Dean trying to figure out what the heck was going on yeah. with Sam and feeling so very lost. And I, I think that's kind of like converged it all. And then I was like, holy hell, how did I not, <laughs> was I not paying attention? You don't, you so- <laughs> don't abandon those abs. You don't abandon um, those fucking abs. Not to, not I to can't derail explain too it. much. Carly, did you say that season six is the first season where you liked Sam's hair, implying that you don't like early season Sam's hair? <laughs> oh, no, we did a whole episode. Oh, no. Is there no, another caught that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. We no. can't rehash it then. No, it's no, it's not that it's not that I don't like baby Sam. It's not that I don't like the like right. fluffy puppy hair from the first season. <laughs> it is, it's it that, is puppy hair. That season six is... It, it's one of the first seasons I think feels like it's an actual style instead of just him being in that awkward growing your hair out phase. Like it's like Valid. it's like cut into a style, and he's got like the sideburns that I really love. That I, I was just kept. gonna fucking ask about the sideburns. I love those. She hates them. I love. Oh, them. But that I'm, was I. I, yeah. I don't know. That was the first one that felt like a hairstyle with purpose instead of just. I'm growing my hair out and it's kind of a mess and there's not a, you know, there's not a lot I can deal with it. Excuse me. I have a true blue season eight is best hair fight me. Sam fun. Oh, his mom hair. Yeah, that's red. That's like pretty cool. <laughs> I, uh, I like season 12. Uh, is I, my favorite I, wait, 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 we're good. What hair? Season 12. No, before that. His oh, season eight his, hair his is mom, what? His mom hair. He looks like a, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a mom cut, I always think. Or uh, I don't suppose you know wrestling, but he looks like AJ Styles. Uh, um, it's a it's a very funny. It's just like it's a lot straighter than his other hair, is what I will say. I love that. Uh, I totally got out of this completely because you guys started talking about Sam hair. So I love it. I love that I'm off. The- oh, I'm no, sorry, I'm- we can get back on that. <laughs> I'm good. No, no, no I'm glad. No, I'm glad because then we can move past it. But yes. That no, we're thing. not. We're coming right the fuck back oh, to it. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I really can't explain it. I can't explain. I think it's just one of those things too. Just being with the, being with the characters, you know, like you get to know them more and more and more. And I think that's just what eventually I was just like, I just have to accept the fact that, you know, Dean is like my spirit animal or whatever. So that's kind of yeah. like where that's kind of Dean's where we were at. Yeah. I don't have the my problem is not with you switching teams. It's the point at which you just because of when teams. I did it. Okay. Well yeah. now we've established it was season I don't six know. and you don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how anybody watches the third man and goes, <laughs> These abs it's not for me, friend. This is these abs and this hair. I'm not saying he is isn't not a gorgeous me. specimen of a man. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it just didn't. It didn't connect. If it wasn't going to connect yeah, after season that. six, it wasn't going to Again, moving on. How did we get on this topic? <laughs> I do not remember. I don't remember. Oh, we were talking about remember. the fracture no, we were talking and different about- things like that. Yeah, with the season yeah. five. Yeah. Yep, yep. Season five. Also- oh, yeah, sorry. no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. It's just like, it's before things get a little too complicated. Mm, like, yes. I always think, um, like a lot of the time when I'm thinking of when to place Fick, 
you think of what has happened, but also what hasn't happened yet. Because sometimes if you have your own kind of idea where can, like it's could be canon, but canon splits, especially something like this, where it's like, it's in season five, and I could probably pick an episode where this starts, you know, I don't like to get so granular with it. But it's the kind of thing where it's like, if too much is going on in that season, then you're kind of like, well, when would this happen? Mm -hmm. I try not to be too focused on canon, but I do want my stuff to like, feel canon in some way or like fit in with the narrative of, of the show and after season five I think it it just depending on what story you're trying to tell things get very complicated mm. um so you'd be like yes. well if this is season seven why aren't they talking about leviathans and you'd be like well is right that in that season we can't get into that yeah. um but it's kind of <laughs> it's sort of you gotta make sure it, it it fits in that and in that early bit of season five there isn't a ton of big world stuff going on that I couldn't ignore in my mind I feel like it felt like it was ha it happened like right after um the end episode like when they when they yes. got back together yeah, yeah that's that's what I got it looks like I yeah. was figuring it was like before before they ended up in heaven and the big soulmate revelation anyway, yes. you know, I, I was like, that's yeah. where it kind of found, it felt like to me, especially yeah. the, the little bits that Sam was talking about in terms of like, you know, the other hunters and, yeah, and, and, exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah that's where yeah. I, I thought of it as I couldn't tell if it happened before or after the end. Cause Dean doesn't like reference the end mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. sweat Cause I was just like, that's too much, mm -hmm. but it is after Sam does his little break and works at that bar and stuff and then comes mm -hmm. back. So, which I think is like right around there. The mm -hmm. other thing that I like about season five is if you take pine sweat, like as its own little canon, it means that Sam is dead at the end of the season and Dean is alone, which is like 10 times more gutting if they go through what mm -hmm. they go through in pine sweat and they're like mm -hmm. in love and they're like, great, we're going to be together. And then Sam has like and a few hours before he's in the cage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is, it's season five is one of, is one of my favorite seasons yeah. um, because it's so Sam centric, but also I feel like you can't watch that season and not admire Sam because I would have burned everything to the fucking ground. Every. Yep. everything because how do you go with your you know dean and bobby and everybody that's supposed to love you guys now now you're fucking up no you're not strong enough no you're no you're destined yeah. for bad things and he just he just takes it and he's so calm i would burn it to the ground every bit of it mm, i would be yeah. like nobody has a world now fuck you guys <laughs> fuck you guys so yeah i think it's a good it's a good place to set that kind of set that kind of conflict and, and stuff like that i just went and googled season 12 somehow because i couldn't remember it off the bat yeah, I will. I will let that slide. I don't okay. think it's as good Thank as you. season eight, but I will let it slide. Agree it's, to it's disagree. A, it's a no. It's a, it's a good hacker. I'll I'll let it. I'll let it slide. <laughs> but it's only because I'm currently looking at a picture of Sam from the British Invasion where he's tied up and it's an accent. Oh hell yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you can persuade me of a lot of things if I'm looking at that. So yeah. he's all sweaty and damaged. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the best torture scenes. Like yeah. he's been tortured a lot, and that was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll stop taking us off track with her and, and seasons. We can get back to. Yeah. Oh gosh. My question, and now that you were we're talking about it, I I just got a feeling of like Dante's Inferno when you were talking, like when you were writing about the circles and stuff. Did you get any? Or is it just me? I and I I say this, but I have not read Dante's Inferno. I just know the basics of the story that you know it's like traveling to hell. Yeah. You know, to save somebody and then like the circle stuff. And I just felt like, but now that you're saying it, you really just kind of wanted them to hit these different marks where they were being affected by yeah. something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, obviously looking at it now, it, 
it, it is very Dante's Inferno and I can mm-hmm. see that but like I'm not well read like if mm-hmm. they didn't do a Simpsons episode about it I don't <laughs> know it that's why I know any like big history or bible no, thing yeah yeah no I, I'm the same I'm, I'm like yeah. it's it's usually just a lot of it is pop culture or different things like that but yeah, yeah I just I exactly. just got that vibe from it a lot of just themes Carly and I were having this discussion you know just about like writing in general like how so other people will pick things out of your story that you're like huh I didn't, I didn't get that, you know, I wasn't going for that, but great, you know, great. If you, if you found that, did you get any specific, like your reactions, the comments and stuff like that was, was there a lot of, oh, is this based off of this? And you're like, oh, I didn't, you know, didn't think of that. Or like, you know, did you get a lot of that? I'm sure the feedback was was incredible because we, we, we looked and saw how many hits it had gotten like a month or so ago. And we're like, and there was like a bunch of comments and kudos and stuff. So yeah. The amount of like engagement I got on it was absolutely nuts. Like that was kind of the first time I'd ever published a fic in um, installments, like on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. which was super rewarding. There was a ton of stuff where um, I people got stuff from it that I didn't expect. I think one of the the most rewarding thing was that folks didn't know what was going to happen which mm-hmm. was so rewarding because this was a, I had read it so many times as I was working on it that it just seemed so boring to me. Like I started writing it in August of last year and started publishing it in March of this year. So it was a really long time that I was just sitting there reading it. And I was like, there's no way this is going to be entertaining to anyone. It's so, it felt like blase by the end of it. Cause mm-hmm. I just knew it so well. So I was mm-hmm. like too close to it. Mm-hmm. And hearing that folks were like, holy shit, I had no idea that was going to happen. Or like, people would guess things that were wrong, which I really love. <laughs> like, oh, I bet this is going to happen or this thing's going to happen. And I was like, oh, you're not right. But I love that like writing something that people care enough about to guess at mm-hmm. future stuff was yeah. so mm-hmm. um, I, really, really cool. That's that's one of the reasons I waited until it was done, even though I kept it kept coming up and I kept being like, fuck that summary. I really, I really want to get into it. Just because like, I, I, need to, I need to know that there's an ending. I can't just, yeah. you know, I, I can't I'll, just being and guessing yeah a lot of a lot of people commented saying like I'm not reading this because I don't read whips but like I'm uh, excited to read it at the end so <laughs> you are not alone I was very grateful for everyone who did read along during because it was like very motivating mm-hmm. um the other thing was that like kind of got me down was uh around the like midway point of the fic I had a few people comment and say that like it really wasn't hitting for them and they thought Sam was being really cruel to Dean hmm. um which like hurt because it wasn't what I was going for but like that's what writing is you know like you can't your intent Mm. doesn't matter I think like it is however that person feels like reading it and how they felt that that was going but it was just like stuff I totally didn't intend they thought he was stringing Dean along and just like being really cruel and I think my point with like Sam's sort of indecision in the middle there is like it is fucked up to learn that your brother like has Mm -hmm. wanted to fuck you his whole life like I think it that would be a jarring thing for anyone to learn I think Um, and I wanted to write him kind of struggling with it more I think that's one of the cool things for me is like the guilt and the shame like that's why people read incest is the the taboo and the the spice so Mm -hmm. I wanted I didn't want him to be like oh great I've never thought about it before but I'm in love with you too cool Mm because I I wanted it to be kind of stickier but and then the you managed that to that dig yourself with... out and I yeah I in awe of that because I have <laughs> yeah like that was that was what I wanted is that he's like hey it like this took me a while but I am right there with you and I kind Ooh. of liked liked it being like 
they can never be equal in it is the other thing is because like if Dean's been feeling this his whole life and has been hiding it, you guys mentioned earlier, like the shame that you learn from the younger Dean and like how hard this is for him. Like Mm -hmm. Sam just being like, Oh, I guess I learned about this now. And like, even if he is on board, Sam's acknowledgement that like they can never really be on even footing with it was something I wanted to like nail down where it's like, it's something they're going to like work out together. But when you've agonized about it your whole life and Sam's just kind of like, Oh, weird. Okay. Well, I guess I'm in love with you now. I didn't want it to be trite, but like it can't be equal, you know? No. And I, I, I mean, I didn't get that. I didn't get that feeling from it. It it sounded, it, it felt like the struggle was very real for Sam in the moment. You know, like you said, if, if Dean's been trying to figure this out back and forth or whatever, or just keep it squashed. I mean, I, I love the interactions that they have with their younger selves. I picked up right away that just, you know, Again, Dean was all about protecting Sam. Both Sams didn't matter. It was it was Sam. It was young Sam, and he immediately gloms onto Sam. But like how hard he was, I felt on his own younger self was just so very apparent and so very indicative of Dean. You know, like yeah. and how he struggles. It's just well, you're gonna have the actual version of my younger self fucking up. I'm gonna yeah. be pissed off at you too. And it was like when. Oh, that moment when younger Dean goes to older Dean to tell him and say, says, you know, he kissed him, he kissed Sam. And I could just feel like the floor just like it's like just falling under under Dean and just like all of that, you know, that oh no, like I've been so careful for so long. I was amazed by that as, as yeah. a Dean, as a, as a Dean proponent lover or whatever, I didn't get that. You know, I understand the struggle, the struggles, the struggles real for both, you know, for both of them in a situation like that. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't get that. You know, I, again, because like you said, Sam's immediate thought is, well, have you been thinking about like you're 17? Have you been thinking about doing stuff with me and I'm 13? Like, you know, yeah. what's, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of piece. stuff like that, you know, those kinds of things are relevant like you know he he would have those those questions and again you know but then you get beyond it's not just about that for dean i loved it i mean mean, go ahead yeah no i'm just i'm thinking back to it because when you said that i was like fucking where (laughs) did they they read the same story i did because i remember as like you know sandra's sandra's coming at this from a, a more dean perspective but i remember being mad on sam's behalf that he was trying to like you know like pin dean down literally and metaphorically I suppose <laughs> and be like will you give me a straight fucking answer will you mm-hmm. talk like just talk to me mm-hmm. yeah and being you know being frustrated on Sam's behalf that Dean was doing Dean mm-hmm. and being like nope we're not gonna talk about it. but yeah. then he was fooling around with him mm-hmm. and yeah. but still not talking and I I really remember being really frustrated and being like oh fucking just fucking yeah. oh I think so, it's like wild oh sorry yeah, yeah no, I think it's, it's complicated because like I always think about how like neither of them are good with their feelings. I mm-hmm. think people tend to paint Sam as like Sam is the normal one who went to college and Dean is irresponsible. And I think that's such a reductionist way. Sam is a lying, look at- lying. Yeah. Liar. Sam, yeah, Sam is never he has such a hard time being honest with anyone. So it's this idea where he I tried to write it like he wanted to talk to Dean about it, even though he was not like ready for it you know Mm. either like they Mm. were both just like oh this is so fucking nuts like I don't know and both of them like the fact that Dean didn't want to talk about it because he was like I can't put this on Sam like he kind of didn't trust Mm -hmm. Sam to be as all in as he was so he was just like Sam's going through something and I'm just not gonna if I don't talk about it 
then I can't fuck up, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, or you can forget and, about it after because you can say it was the demigod, like they were saying, yep. you know, like he was saying yep. over and yeah. over. Yeah, yeah using yeah. that as the excuse. the excuse. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sam was just like, I need to know if he's, if this is something he's been like hiding from me. That's the other thing too, is like, you see this in the show sometimes, but they know each other so well that when they learn something about the other one that they didn't previously know, it's this intense betrayal because their relationship is so like, just all in that when they're like, oh, you managed to hide something from me. That's mm-hmm. like the biggest betrayal. Like you learn yeah. early on that uh, Sam in the show that Sam didn't know that Dean was the one who like took him out of there. Hello. Hello. And yes. You're like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, how did you not tell him that? And there's a few other things where it's like, you never told me that. And you can hear in their voice, like you never told me that was the implication of because you tell me everything else mm-hmm. so yeah. this kind of mm-hmm. most of sam's like shock being like how did i not know this about my brother mm-hmm. um yeah. was something i i love reading and i love writing is just like we are so tangled up and fucked up at, with each other that like the fact that you were able to hide something from me makes me want to die you had so yeah. many of those moments the one moment that was i thought was amazing was sam assuming that dean had done these things before with another guy (laughs) and like in the middle of it you know sam's like oh well you know it's my you know be be gentle with me it's you know it's my first time and dean's like what are you talking about he's like he's like well you know because you've he's like no i haven't and it's just like but then that was an immediate like oh my like again it kind of brings brings home that soulmate that he wouldn't do this with any other guy except Sam too. Like there's so many, so many levels to that, you know, like, it's just like, it's just him. It's just Sam and Sam having those moments too of it's, it's Dean, it's just Dean. And it's, you you really, you really brought that, brought that home. I, I find it interesting. You said that you, you know, you, you tend to maybe write more in Dean's perspective, but Pine Sweat, feels like it's, it's really Sam, more yeah. primarily Sam. Like there's only a few chapters that are Dean. So, yeah. I mean, great job. <laughs> yeah. Because it was really good. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm always worried I don't get Sam's voice as well as Dean's. But mm. uh, now that I've been, a lot of my earlier fics were all Dean. And now mm-hmm. that I'm getting more into Sam, I think I do both of them like all right. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was like a weird kind of gamble going into it. Yeah. And did you, that I mean, did you know about the dog? Like when you were writing the dog or did the dog end up like, so when it, as soon as you started, like the dog was getting whittled, I was like, this dog is going to be important. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> like, hell yeah. I'm glad it had that. Like, I'm, I'm very glad that you like got that uh, mm-hmm. perspective. You know, I'm trying to remember. I definitely, I was, probably about halfway through writing it or planning it before mm-hmm. I knew exactly how it would end. I had the broad strokes of like, it's an angel thing uh, mm-hmm. and all that jazz, but like the final details didn't come until later. Cause I had someone uh, betaing it for me, Grace, Grace Renee, mm-hmm. um, who is absolutely outstanding. And I'd never really been betaed before, let alone on such a long fic. All my other fics are just me, which is mm. why they are riddled with typos and clarity errors. Uh, <laughs> Pine Sweat is, I'm really proud of it, largely like because of Grace, I think. Uh, she was so great at just like, I'm not very good at, you know, clarity stuff, I guess. Sometimes mm-hmm. I can just kind of start writing and it gets kind of muddled and stuff. And she was great with that. But because I had someone else looking at it and it was so long, I wanted to write a little outline of the entire thing mm-hmm. so she could know as she's reading it. Because sometimes, you know, when you read something, baiting it versus being a reader as a beta you want to know um mm-hmm. 
like the the beats, like what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, so if you know later that this is relevant, otherwise you might be like, why is he focusing on this? Like this takes me out of it a little, but if you mm-hmm. know that it's for a reason, so a- additional context. So I was kind of forced to have like a really high level outline of the entire fic before I was done it, which is mm-hmm. like, was hard because I didn't know how it would end. So I don't, I don't remember about the dog. Uh, it was there, not at the beginning. Uh, at first, he was just whittling uh, yeah. because I I love whittling uh, and it's something I mm. um, I have a little oh, whittling cool, kit and I cool. like to whittle when we camp. I'm not good, but it was just one of those things that I thought would be would be sweet to add in a little story about camping because that's something that I like. <laughs> and then it it got the significance later. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of just added it in, but I think it ties it together. Really I well. love it. It's so I, great. It's so awesome. I love that. I love that Dean started whittling when Sam wasn't around. Like, I know it's just like a a couple lines, but like when he was away at school, like, you know, and he learned from Bobby and then how it becomes just this thing that, you know, that Sam had had it with him the whole time when he was growing up and didn't know where he got it from afterwards is just, it's so beautiful in so many ways. Like there, there's a part of that story you know that that's still there even though they won't they won't remember it it won't have the same meaning but then it does and it's just yeah. um yeah. question at the end when young sam and dean after all of the after cast comes in and they get told everything that's going to happen and sam and dean you know go go off themselves and talk in my mind they're expressing every, like dean's telling him basically and it's all going to get washed away was that your was that your intent in that? Or is that just something we can we can figure out on our own as readers or we can decide, you know, like what yeah. they talked about before? Totally. Okay. That is an excellent question. The reason I didn't write it was because I was kind of like, how could it how was could like say too it? heavy? <laughs> yeah. How could he ever like and how who am I to write telling your like kid brother that mm-hmm. you that you're in love with him? Like that is something mm-hmm. that's so heavy mm-hmm. um and so big. So I just thought it would be more powerful if I didn't didn't put the words down. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but yeah, in my head, I I don't know how I mean, I don't think they kiss. I don't think he like does anything, but mm-hmm. I think he's like I think he's telling Sam and he's just sort of he's apologizing and he's just like, I'm so sorry, but like yeah, like I have feelings for you and I always have. And I don't know, like, I don't know where the brother part starts and ends and where this other thing begins. But like, mm-hmm. as much as you can explain to a 13 year old being only 17 yourself, which is to say, like, yeah. not formed, you know, yeah. like, he doesn't know either. But I think he's like, saying it and apologizing and kind of trying to figure that out. And, and I just feel like Sam is accepting of it regardless. Like, you know, like it's been stated before, like, you know, I, you know, you're still my brother. I love you. You know, like that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like yeah. it would be it, it it would be weird, of course, but it would be somehow understood, you know, between them because of who they are, you yeah. know? That was the goal because I didn't want it to feel like the younger brothers don't get anything out of it. That was my, mm-hmm. because essentially, because they get their memories wiped, I really didn't want it to feel like, oh, well, what the fuck was all that for then? Yeah. Um, and I think the older brothers are changed enough by it that that's kind of the so what, but I wanted it to feel like the younger pair, like, got their happy ending so at the Mm -hmm. end like sam has his hand over dean's kind of thing so you get the impression Mm -hmm. that sam is like down like he's Mm -hmm. i mean yeah he's not just like oh great let's fuck because he's Mm -hmm. fucking 13 Mm -hmm. but he's Mm -hmm. like oh this is like okay and Mm -hmm. i don't think he would be like oh great i like you too because that's not right it's too much kind of thing but i think he would be amenable to it and i get the idea that if they didn't have their memories wiped and they somehow had like a separate timeline where they got to 
live and exist that Sam would be like open to it or would Mm -hmm. be you know it would be reciprocated this idea that like no matter when Sam and Dean get together they are like meant for each other Mm -hmm. yeah 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 I do think it was a really a really great sort of moment where you don't need to say anything Mm -hmm. because everyone's going to have a different interpretation of that conversation and Mm -hmm. you could just let it be yeah you know yeah that's awesome I was worried it would feel dissatisfying so that's no 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 no, Mm -hmm. not at all no if anything it was like oh thank god they're getting the chance to talk about like even though you know it's going to get it's going to get wiped away you know they you know they're talking about it like you know that was my thing Mm. it's like they're they're having the discussion even though and in my mind I was talking to Carly about this when you actually do listen to the episode that we discuss it in detail (laughs) it just feels like you know you've got that remnant of it somewhere even if you don't know exactly what it is there's a you know, it just kind of like, like you, you keep using the word sticky, you know, and it's like, that's yeah. the way they are. And I feel like something about that would, would stick, you know, in, in some way, yeah. even if Sam's not really conscious of it or fully like understanding of it, you know, and like you yeah. said, just doesn't know it's like, it's there, you know, and I think that's talked about a lot towards the end when they finally do, you know, have their moment together, which, oh my gosh, like <laughs> we, we love the ending too, but um, I love I love it. Doing it doing it from hot to freezing was just it it was it was great. It was going from the hot to the cold. Loved that. And how they we talked about this too. The you know, the cold kind of like wakes you wakes you up. It makes you like more um more aware, like you know, and like the heat can kind of like wear you down and make you sleepy. Yeah. It was great. It was great to use that that way, like the the temperature and stuff for the yeah, for the ending. You. I thought that was I great. Lo- I love weather. I'm like obsessed <laughs> with with weather and with like the way that it makes a setting feel. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine on Tumblr recently, someone asked them about like what fic they've been reading recently, and they said Pine Sweat, and did a control F for the fic with how many times the word sweat was used, <laughs> and I think it was 123 <laughs> times. But I was like, that's the awesome thing about weather for me is like the way that it like sucks and it hurts and it's like when you're you know camping with no air conditioning mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. 40 degrees out you're sticky and you're gritty and there's dirt on your hands and I talk a lot about like Ugh, some of my yeah. favorite themes are like the dirt under your nails or like the fact mm-hmm. that they fucking stunk like mm-hmm. all of pine sweat yeah. they don't shower yeah. <laughs> it's so gross Ugh. and just that like and then switching to kind of cold always feels so cold and clean mm-hmm. to me like this yeah. kind of um sort of thing so I was very happy to kind of that is another thing I did not plan was going back to the um mm-hmm. the winter at the end and having don't to do that. love those moments when you're writing and it's just like oh this is what should happen or this is yeah. what I should do like those those are that's magic that really is yeah. those are magical moments it sounds like yeah. you had a lot of those with when you wrote and that's that's great that's great it yeah. is it's, everything really like yeah. came together in the end I used to like in earlier versions they not anything I wrote but I had little notes like they like full-on like fucked in the forest like penetrative sex Mm -hmm. like earlier on like they didn't wait until the end and then I was like you're camping where do they get lube how are they doing this where are the kids like yeah Yeah. it just it didn't like fit and then as the plot came together I would be like oh what a lovely thing to kind of have this like finale I knew I wanted to like make sure that there was sex throughout it Mm -hmm. which is always one of those things like I don't know if you've read a really like long fic and it's not to say that we just read to like for the sex stuff but also I do. you know maybe you do yeah exactly like that's the thing like fan fiction at least for me unless you're writing like Jen or like not a ship or whatever that's mm-hmm. you but like 
fucking is like a huge part of it and you wait for it and you're excited for it and I've definitely read long fix where the entire time there's like no sex scenes and it's mm-hmm. like a hundred thousand words and that's fine and like the buildup is great but I know a way I like to write is like stuff during it that is still sex like I wanted each chapter to feel kind of like there's a buildup right yeah yeah like yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. just like a, a little bit more out. and a little bit more yeah yeah, and then for them to actually like have this kind of more drawn out, uh, not hurried sex scene at the end was hopefully like I was I wanted that to feel like a little more rewarding and different, not just like oh you're blowing each other again, mm-hmm. but um yeah mm-hmm. this kind of like big thing at the end. Um, so I'm glad it it worked out the way it did originally. Is... It would ju- oh go ahead. Sorry, no, because because that scene has one of like my favorite Dean lines of the whole thing, which is like you you want me to do you, I'll do you. Shut <laughs> up. Because <laughs> yeah. I just I. It was just so like the whole like all of the like all the the older brothers and the younger brothers were so canonically accurate mm. to you know who I think they would be if you put them in that situation, and that was just like just stop fucking talking. She's like, I will fuck you. Stop talking. Fucking hell. Yeah, I, lo- I loved it. My... Yeah, I, I always it. like leaning towards that kind of like super canon. Like my goal is always to make something feel like it could be canon like I feel like that's my uh-huh. like niche like I really want to like nail their voices and like the best comments I ever get are like oh this sounds this sounds like it could be an episode I'm always like yeah. yes yeah like that yeah. is it for me so hearing and it's like that just goes back to like their brothers and their friends like so even if they're like having sex for the first time which is a huge thing they'd be like shut the fuck up I'm gonna mm-hmm. kill you because mm-hmm. that's yeah like, that's what it's like so that's yeah. so lovely to hear thank you yeah yeah, yeah. no the whole the whole the whole ending with Sam, you know, kind of like storming, not storming out, but then that, and then the, I don't, I mean, you're here, so we, <laughs> we don't necessarily need to not spoil it. But so just Sam driving the car into the snowbank and Dean just being yeah. like, what the, <laughs> you, you crashed my car. No, 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 no. I, I, I gently yeah. drove it into a, you crashed my fucking car. <laughs> I just, everything about that is, is so perfect. But for me, it's, and I, I did say this in the other episode. I don't know if it was something you like intentionally set out to do. And if you didn't, like it's cool. I just need you to know that this is how I like how it, it filtered through my brain was that everything that was set in the past, it 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 like it read like it had like a fuzzy filter on it. You know, like when you watch like flashback scenes, like even in the show, yeah. and like the camera filters, it's just like a little bit different and it's you know, like, the color is a little bit different. That's how it felt to me that like everything that was in the past was just just a little bit fuzzy and a, just a little bit off. But then when you put them back in the winter and it was sharp and clear again. Ah, that's and awesome it was to hear. Just so cool for me. Because yeah. we only had like a tiny little bit of them. Like I think they were in Detroit, weren't they? And it was, it was cold Something and like snowy. That, yeah. Yeah, and we only had like a tiny little bit of that in the beginning of them going to bed and then then waking up in the past. It was just so cool, and I was like, because it could be like, is it is it the demigod? Is it the heat? Is it the nature of time travel? It's just a little mm. bit fuzzy around the edges, and then you come back and it's cold and it's sharp and it's crisp and it's clear, and yeah. it was so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was, it is. that was what I wanted. Like, it's the kind of thing where. Especially because Sam Perfect. also, they have that fight in season, uh, season, Jesus, chapter <laughs> nine, uh, where they're kind of like, they have that blowout where Dean's like, I need to know that you're in on this. And Sam is like a very practical guy and very logical, even when he's angry. So he's like, 
I can't possibly know that because this isn't our real lives. Like, I think I want to be with you and I think I want to do this, but this isn't real. And I always think of like, have you ever like hooked up with someone on vacation and it's not real, you know, because you're Mm -hmm. not in your everyday life and you're like, oh, I love you. I wish we could be together forever. But it's Mm -hmm. like, you're not, you're not in my apartment. I'm not tired. I'm not, you know, at the end of a week and I've had mm-hmm. a really bad week. Like it's a different kind mm, of love. It's its own little and, capsule. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. so they were, they were in this capsule and Sam was still doubting himself. And I really wanted it to come back and be like, I think there's a, there's a line in the last one where Sam thinks something like everything else that happened was like a story. And then this was real life. Like mm-hmm. he comes back mm-hmm. and he knows it's not the demigod, which he'd been like worried about the mm-hmm. whole time. And he knows it's like, oh, we're just here and we're together and we're in a motel room, which is always very significant for them. Cause like, that's where they are. And Dean's mm-hmm. whole, like, it has to happen in the car because that's what I know is real. So mm-hmm. it's very cool to hear that that, like, hit for you, that it felt different. That's really cool. Yeah, it yeah. did. It did. And I was just, it's just that, just that ending. There's just like, like I said, nothing in the flashback was not canonically Sam and Dean, but there's just something about that ending. And like you say, it, it has to be in the car for Dean to, to really key back into, you know, 2000 and nine nine yeah yeah you know to really sort of like plug back in and be like okay no this this is my life and this is just and i am always a sucker for sam doing something to the car and dean just being like (laughs) yeah i will burn it to the ground every fucking bit of it you crashed my motherfucking car yeah huge Uh, fun yeah Uh, i i think it's a testament to your writing to ronnie that you know um I, I could have read it without the sex. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it was, it yeah. was that good of a story, you know, it, I, I was, I was in it for the story and the relationship and, you know, what was going to, what was going to happen with them and the time travel thing. I'm a sucker for time travel. So it makes my head yeah. hurt sometimes. Cause I'm like, wait, cause at the end I was like, wait, does that mean young Sam and Dean could just be like on a continuous loop? If they're, <laughs> right careful I was like okay I'm gonna stop thinking about that I'm just not gonna think about that that way but no I have to say that for me when you talk about getting getting the characters right you had me cry at the end when Dean after they they make love and you know Dean's like I got you I got you that was all that was all (laughs) Sam and Dean right there in that in that little bit so that was it was it was great like kudos like claps applause like this forever will be one of those like really amazing pieces of fan fiction that, you know, I, I'm so glad, like, you know, you said yes to talk about it because it's just like, it was one of those things to really talk about, you know, (laughs) talk, talk about writing with another author too. And, you know, something that I think has really made a, made a, a strong impact for a lot of readers too. And speaking of reader, I'm going to let Carly read this part because this is going to be the, friend of the podcast, Runaway Dreamer, which I think you kind of answered a couple of her questions, but she had some questions um, for you. So yeah. So yeah, I'm, get after it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping at this point that you're, you know, like you're, you're, you're relaxed and you're not nervous anymore now that we've, you know, just like bantered <laughs> <No>, around. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, this is, this episode is kind of a gift to Runaway Dreamer, who I connected with in AO3. And is now, you know, a very close, wonderful, dear friend of mine. She betas for me. So I know what it's like to work with, to not have worked with a beta and be relying on like yourself and Grammarly and then suddenly have someone come in and go, your commas, they are fucked. Yep. Go, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought I knew how to do punctuation. And she's like, 
you do, but not right. <laughs> She's never that mean. She's never that mean. But um, so this is kind of this is kind of a gift to her because like she was the one that brought pine sweat to me, and then obviously oh, Sandra. And I like we. She's not going to know that we got you on for an interview until this episode goes out. <gasps> so you're so like exciting. I'm like a surprise gift. You are, you're a gift. Oh, <laughs> you're, that's so sweet. So I said to I I've told some white lies, Dreamer. I'm sorry. I told some white lies and I said, oh, you know, we're reaching out to you. And if you agree, does she have any questions for you? And she came back with a question. And then I just never brought it up again. (laughs) (laughs) Make it seem like you forgot. Yeah, well, she messaged me like a couple of weeks ago, maybe. And she's like, did you ever hear about it from Apple about coming on the podcast? Did it? Did, did they not want to, you know, did they say no? That's such a shame. You know, I'd, I'd really love to hear their take on it. And I went, ah, Sandra's not mentioned it to me. Um, oh, I will so slick. ask her. Yeah, we exchanged emails. So it wasn't like I had to look her in the face. Dreamer, I'm sorry. So, because we didn't, you know, like life happens. And I didn't want to say to her, yeah, no, you know, like Ronnie's coming on. or like Apple yeah. It's coming on and it's, you know, just in case anything happened. So, this, this was the question that she asked, and she wants you to know, first and foremost, that she is, in her own words, absolutely fucking mad for Pine Sweat. <laughs> and it is everything that she adores about fan fiction. She hopes that you never stop writing Wincest. And she wants you to know that we are so lucky to have such a top notch author still contributing to the fandom. I genuinely choked up a little bit reading oh that. Oh my God. <laughs> I choked up right now. <laughs> but she is, you know, me and her exchange fix all the time and she brought pine sets to me and she was like you fucking need this in your life so i'm choked up you're choked up sandra you choked up everything yeah yeah absolutely a little bit yeah and then by direct contrast to that her question has nothing to do with time sweat (laughs) or even writing in general um but she has her question is general question about posting a fic in installments do you feel like you get more valuable engagement and comments on long long fix when you post on a schedule instead of dumping it all at once. I live for comments on my writing and it can be so disheartening to post it all at once and not get much feedback. For an upcoming mammoth fic, so this question was asked like a while ago, that fic has already started to be posted now. Okay. I'm thinking of posting in scheduled installments despite the fic being complete, which I haven't done before and I'm worried about how it might come across. And I know we've touched on like the kind of the feedback and the engagement and stuff, but like, that was her question. And I was going to yeah. slip it in then, but then like the conversation moved on. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Do you know, what, is she posting it in uh, scheduled installments? She is. She's posting Sweet. it one chapter a week, like Pine Sweat. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was the first time I had ever written a fic that I thought was long enough to have this be a question. Most of my other fics, if they are a little long, or if I've broken them up into chapters, it's been more of a stylistic reading pace thing and not necessarily like I've never done anything I've always posted them all at once even if they Mm -hmm. were multi-chapter if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. yeah this was my first time doing like I always think of it as serialized so I'm gonna say that my first time doing like a serialized thing and it was a super positive experience like I really liked it I did get like very high engagement on it the things I was thinking about is I know like yourself Carly a lot of folks don't read works in progress they just don't and they're like I will Mm -hmm. wait until it's done some people commented to tell me that which was very (laughs) sweet so I knew oh is this going to make people not read it until it's done maybe people don't want like a weekly thing um but it does I think change the nature of how you 
how the reader engages with it in a really cool way. Like I ended most chapters on a kind of like cliffhanger and it was super exciting to see people like want to read more every mm. week. It was mm. just very exciting to have people like stoke for like care about what's going to happen next. Sandra, you said that you would read it like just for the plot and for stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this was that was a goal of mine. Like I wanted it to be a cool story. I wanted it to be things that I like to read and kind of think about what would be the most in- engaging. Mm-hmm. So it was very fun to do the weekly thing. And I mean, for me, I got by my own standards, that's, it's definitely my most popular supernatural fic, like by far in terms of AO3 stats, which was mm-hmm. like very cool. People would also send me like asks on Tumblr being like, oh, that was so cool. And it was just, I've never experienced anything like that before like it seemed like people were reading it and talking to other people about reading it which was just I feel like a fucking Mm. celebrity like it was so weird it was so weird it's kind of like television right like you don't really get that a lot anymore unless it's like a a show that you know will only post once a week or like you know on a schedule and then you have to wait for the next bit yeah talking about it but what's great too like you said is once so I'm wondering once 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 it was done have you noticed the engagement still being very high because now all those people that, you know, were waiting, waiting, waiting are now like coming back to the story and still like you're getting, I would, I would yeah. imagine you're still getting waves of like, you know, comments and likes and kudos and, and yeah. different things like that. Yeah. You know, like not really actually uh, in the weeks that followed posting the last chapter, there was stuff as people who were like waiting for chapter 10 mm-hmm. to come out eventually read it but uh otherwise no it's like totally dropped off uh oh. I don't well some of them are like Carly and they'll remember later and then they'll come back and yeah. do it I I think yeah. that's yeah. great too when you've got something there like you said if, if you've had stuff posted for a really long time and you'll still get people occasionally you know coming onto it or kudos or commenting and stuff it's like oh that's it's it's great to know that it still lives on for people yeah. and it's still something new that somebody can come across when they search for it you know and, and yeah. that kind of but this is something you know, and because again, Carly and I are kind of, we are vastly different in like what we primarily search for, but amazingly infuriating things with Sam and Dean. If you, I, me, you, I'll dream of you, you've got to read, okay. um, Carly's demonic junkies, but, but okay. they're not done with it. They're not done with it yet. So we're, and we're on, we're on alert that it has to get finished at some point because <laughs> there has to be a happy ending of some sort, but really great things and dreamer her my personal favorite but the current one that she's doing right now is the sandman verse which is amazing and i did not think i would like it at all it took one whole chapter it took the hook and then i was like oh this is what she's doing shit now i'm gonna be all in for this but they have a really great story it's quite old but they took it from live journal posted it's the west series and it's just different sort of like scenes, like you were talking about, like pieced together. And it's this journey of, you know, the boys kind of just fucking around with each other with hand jobs and how it gets, you know, each scene is, is yeah. progressively different and goes up and they, they have an amazing style of writing too. And Carly just the, the, the torment, but it's so don't want beautiful. To. I it's, don't but, want to. Everyone but, wants to torment, but them. it's, but, but it ends up being, right, it ends up being <laughs> this really beautiful relationship that you just you root for them you know you want them to figure their shit out and get it together you know so they can they can they can they can be together and just have some happy right I think that's what it is too you just want them to have some happy 
Um, That's all of Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. You're always yeah. just like maybe maybe now it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. So no, that um, I would highly suggest both both of their both their works. I think cool. I think I think you would you would you would greatly enjoy. You'd greatly Great. enjoy. Take down some notes. Yeah, and shameless self plug promotion for the podcast. <laughs> If you liked Podfix, Sandra has narrated three out of the Far West stories. Mm-hmm. So, oh, if you prefer to listen to your fiction, we can do that. Sandra, <laughs> Sandra likes Sandra likes West. I I love West. I do. It was that was how I found Dreamer. But Sandman, it's huge. It's mm. she's on installment. I think this is the fifth installment, and this mm-hmm. is like this one installment is nearly two. 100,000 words. Holy shit. <laughs> <It's> oh, indeed. <laughs> fucking enormous. Yeah. And it is so, so detailed. And so it's just, yeah. I just, I think, like, I think you'll like, I don't particularly like to be like, hi, please read my stuff. But I think you'll like Junkies because you wrote Blood Sex Magic kind of thing. Yeah, and it's, you mentioned that. That's sweet. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not particularly similar to that, but it, it does feature Demon Dean and you know it's kind of like there there are some parallel themes, maybe. Sweet. Yeah, I'll check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. But Sandman is just oh my god, it's just so good. <laughs> I can't even like you just everybody needs to read it. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. But actually, while we're on the subject of, of Sandman and sort of Dreamer's initial question. I'm going to preempt a follow-up question I think she would have had had she known that this was going to happen. When you were writing Pine Sweat, did you, did you know where you were going to break the chapters or did you just write it all and then go back in and break it up where you wanted to break it up or where there were natural breaks? Because she's, she's not having problems because she's like, it's, it's a threesome in three parts, basically, the one that yeah. she's putting out at the moment. So we got pre, scene, and post. Oh, so fucking good. Um, so she's broken them up where she wants to, but she found it really difficult to like maybe try and make the chapter shorter and put breaks in rather than breaking where it was natural. Oh, so I think yeah. I think that would I'm I'm sorry, babes, if I'm preempting wrongly, but I do think that would have been a follow up question. How did you break up Pine Sweat when it came yeah. down to it? Yeah, I can talk about that. I thought about it a lot. Fab. I did. I did have the chapter breaks while I was writing. And something that was difficult for me was thinking about which to prioritize making all the chapters about the same length or uh-huh. making them natural. And I went with focusing more on does this feel like an appropriate place to stop the story, especially knowing that it's when you release it serialized, it actually really does matter where you end it because the person won't, the reader won't get another for a whole mm. week. So if it feels dissatisfying for them, they sit more in that dissatisfaction than they would if they were reading it all at once. So if you were to like look at the word counts of each chapter, some of them, like some of the later chapters in Pine Sweat are twice the length of some of the earlier chapters. And like the Dean chapters are both very short in comparison Mm. to some other ones. Like it goes from one chapter is like 12,000 words and some of them are six or like seven so it varied a lot, and I was worried that that would feel dissatisfying because you're like, oh, I waited a whole week for something half the length, but it didn't come up. And no one no one told me that they felt bad that it was short, any mm. of the short chapters. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel good about the decision to kind of think, 
narratively, where does it make sense to stop for this week? And like you mentioned earlier, thinking of it as a, as a show, you know, like people are going to sit with that for a whole week. So how do you make it feel like a natural break, even if they are kind of not all the same length? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. also deciding if there's like an exciting bit that happens at some point thinking, do you want this to be at the end of a chapter as kind of like going out with a bang? Or do you want to start the next chapter off strong was something mm-hmm. I thought about a lot. And like, just knowing in your own story, which one of those feels best for you. But those were some of the things I kind of, uh, kind of start about start, I mean, thought about. And the other thing was like, I did have the vast majority of the fic done before I even started to post it. So if I wanted to change those chapter breaks, I still always could. Yeah. Like I was halfway through chapter nine before I started even beginning to post chapter one, which gave me eight weeks to finish the last chapter and a half. And I still almost fucked it up. It was almost <laughs> late. Yeah. It just, I could not have done it under weekly pressure. I don't know if Dreamer's doing it under, oh no, you said it was mostly finished. No, it, no, it's, it's, finished. it's completely finished. Okay, She's, sweet. I think part three is with the beta now. Um, she just finished part one that actually just went up yesterday, the last <laughs> chapter of part one, and then she's got part two. Yeah, yeah. So, I would I would definitely recommend doing it that way. Maybe other people can plan their lives in a uh like a good way, but I was just like, man, if I'm like busy this weekend and I don't have time to write, or I just mm. don't feel it like it's gonna come out shitty and rushed, especially when mm. it's the end of a fic, like this needs to hit more than the rest of it. So I didn't wanna leave myself no time to finish it. Like I've known folks who write, they're writing the chapter the week before they post it. And I'm like, couldn't be me. I'd rather fucking no. kill myself. That seems so <laughs> stressful. No. So stressful. So, yeah, but, that, yeah, like, that also what, is, what do you do if you sit down to write and your characters have a tantrum? And th- this shit's got to be up on Friday and it's Tuesday. Yeah. Like, no, what? No. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no. I'm depressed. I'm not, I'm not in the mood to write, you know, yeah. like, and it's, yeah, that kind of yeah. pressure I, I don't think I work well under. So if anyone is considering doing the serialized thing, finishing as much of it as you can to take the pressure off yourself, but also because there is stuff that I went back and changed in earlier chapters because later I was like, oh, that actually doesn't work. There was mm. going to be another um, another circle of the like demigods effect, actually, that I ended up not writing in. Mm. Um, it was like violence at mm-hmm. the end because I, I didn't know how it would end. And I, I just kind of made up these however many circles there are Mm -hmm. and then I was like wait I don't want them to get mad at each other that like doesn't fit with what I'm doing with this at all so I Mm. just went back to an earlier chapter wrote out the bit where they said that was one of them and then it wasn't one of them Mm -hmm. anymore yeah the reader doesn't have to know about because I hadn't posted it yet so Mm -hmm. that kind of thing is always really uh good to be able to pedal back on stuff too yeah you don't you don't box yourself in like if you've already like put something out there you you give yourself a little bit of time as you're writing because you know I, I I think I just always think of fan fiction in and of itself as just not really ever truly. It, it's kind of always feels like a first draft to me, um, yeah. you know, as opposed to like, because I, I do some original fiction too, but I could always probably go back and tweak it. But at some point I just have to be ready to just let it go, you know, and not go yeah. back and like not really go back to it and kind of just let it, let it breathe and be the thing that it came out of my brain, you know, at, at, at the time. So yeah, it's, totally. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No. See, I'm 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 different. We have we have a whole a whole mm-hmm. merch line dedicated to my <laughs> my way of um, writing things, which is it's finished when I fucking hate it, and I can't stand <laughs> oh my God. when I can't. You can buy that other shit. When I can't <laughs> stand to look at it anymore. When opening the Google Doc makes me feel sick, 
and I fucking despise it. It's ready to go on AO3. It's finished. I'm done That's with beautiful. it. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But I like I like to, especially my more recent stuff. I like to end my chapters with a gut punch. So I have to, it has to all be done before I start posting it because if I posted that gut punch, and then the next time I sit down to write, you know, I've got to I've got to like lead off from that. If I'm in a different mood, the next chapter is going to be a complete shift of tone, and then it's going to be weird. So yeah. I have to, uh, I have to, yeah, I have to get it all out. No, Sandra, I, Sandra I, can just no, write, I think no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't do that either. But no, I think the whole fact is that when you write, I think you have to have a a goal in mind as to what you're going to get out because, like you said, I think the scene, the tone, that's important. A lot of that's not stop and start. Like you have to be okay with. I know I've got to write this out. You can add to it later, but you've got to get that sort of that end that that part of that scene has to get flushed flushed out to some extent. Mm. Then you can go back, you can embellish, you know, you go back about the senses, different things like that that you want, but you've got to get that that base, that foundation or else you're you're right, you're you're just not going to you're not going to know what you were feeling at that moment. I, I writing is just so very complicated and so very start and stop sometimes that you got to at least get some part stopped before you start and stop the next bit. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's interesting. Everybody's process is a little bit different, but we all get frustrated. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> I'll get frustrated. Ronnie, we have kept you so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's like almost two hours. And I, so we're going to, we're going to let you go Sue. but I just, I know we've got something to look forward to that's getting, getting released currently did you say the the, the what what's coming out right in a, now in a couple of days uh okay. i will oh. be publishing a kind of one shot um sam and crowley pic okay um, okay which is not everyone's cup of tea but it was an idea you... that was in my head and i had to write it mm-hmm. can you and give you... us any sneak peeks <laughs> because that will be out before this episode comes out and i want to know i gotta know oh funny um it's kind of about Sam and Dean, it's in season eight, and Sam and Dean need something from Crowley. And in order to get it, Sam plays on Crowley having a crush on him, uh, Hmm. which he knows about, obviously, which is literally canonical. Um, And he's kind of like, okay, you give us what what we want, and you can have one night with me, Hmm. Um, which sounds weird. It's not really as greasy as it uh, originally set out to to be. It's actually quite soft, I thought. But Mm. yeah, it was a lot of fun to write. I love Crowley. Cool. Yeah, Crowley's great. Crowley's great. And this is before Crowley gets that injection of human, right? Or is yes, this like around yeah, that? Okay. That, no, that's okay. Before, it's uh, like mid season eight. And that okay. happens at the end. The so, best yeah. hair as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. His best hair. Oh, I didn't even think about what his hair would look like during season eight. I'm going to write that in. <laughs> I always, I, I've got this in so many comments. If you're reading anything of mine, assume I wrote it with season eight hair in mind it doesn't matter what season it's set in it could be pre-season post like pre-series post-series anywhere like even for junkies which is you know canon divergent from season 10 always season eight hair i write with season eight hair in mind you substitute any hair you want that's beautiful you you do what you want i just i i don't have a hair king what are you talking about now it's it's fine it's fine but I always assume that the people I'm writing have the longest hair you've ever seen them. So even though I write Dean, assume that it's Jensen just before he had his hair cut on the boys. Mm. So when uh, yes. he when he'd grown it all out to be like you know po- like just out of the capsule, 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a good look. That beard was heinous. We can't start talking about this. <laughs> oh, see, I don't mind the beard, but oh, I could so take- straggly. The specifically the post capsule boy's mm. beard. Mm-hmm. It's so stringy, so weird. His beard now looks red. Mm-hmm. Well, we can take it. We can take or leave the the soldier boy beard, but always assume now at least that it's the the hair. So yes, noted. Whatever I'm writing, everyone has the longest hair they've ever had. But I am I am a benevolent author. You substitute any hair you choose. Because I know Sandra doesn't read my Dean stuff with Soldier Boy hair in mind. She's like no, I love one of I, Dean's I love three Dean haircuts. Winchester. I don't know what it is. It's like Dean Winchester. It's like for me, Dean is Dean. I want to see, I want to see the Dean Winchester hair. You know, to me, like that's my yeah. that's my canonical Dean. So I just I always go back to that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good look. Mm, I think so. Oh, Ronnie, we are going to let you go. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate you having come on. Um, yes. Is there anything you'd like to like leave us with? Any words of of writing wisdom as we continue to torture ourselves too when we when we sit in front of a computer and decide to decide to anything try to write you want to plug? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean. No, I'm just, I'm very um, honored to have been asked to be on a podcast. This is like very new for me. So I think that's so great. And it's just everyone in the Supernatural fandom has been so nice about my work. And I read every single comment and it just makes me feel like it's all worth it. And it's great to see a community of writers who are so into each other and Mm -hmm. so complimentary and like really work on a craft together and care about this thing so much. Like, yes, it's about the show, but it's also just... I'll tell friends of mine who write but aren't interested in fandom that like, oh, yeah, people talk about writing all the time and we mm-hmm. proofread each other's writing and stuff. And they're so blown away by that because like I think outside of fandom, you don't really necessarily get that kind of interaction between writers. So I just mm. I think what we're doing is very special and focusing on writing in this way is just like such a such a blessing and such a nice thing that we all get to do. So thank you for having me on and letting Aww. me talk about writing and stuff. Awesome. We're so Thank you very you much for coming. Yeah. Thank you for coming and agreeing to come on. And I think what I might do is if I do a reading of Pine Sweat, it might just be like an addition like that week that this goes out, like another little like extra special, like okay. 20 minutes or something. So if you care okay, to cool. listen to that, it'll, it'll, it'll be out on the, on the same week. But I'll let amazing. you know. I'm a, I'm I'm a big fucking narcissist. So I probably <laughs> will. Uh, I will not. I will not. I will your, um. Your pine sweat uh, episode yes. that you already did. Yeah, you, so nice. That's you, so awesome. you, you, you have to. You kind of do now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I will not let you put yourself down. She is an amazing narrator. Like amazing. You will be. Yeah. She's read some of my stuff, and it's it is a little bit narcissistic. But hearing like <laughs> your words that you wrote, and like your, and it's it's like it's being read. Like it's it's a real thing, and you're like fucking hell. That's amazing. So well, yeah. it's another part yes. of you know expression, just like fan art. You know, I I think yeah. yeah, the it's 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 a nice way of interpreting you know other people's work, and yeah, no, I'm I'm actually looking forward to the the beginning part of it at least because I know that there's a lot of like young Sam and young Dean and stuff like that that have to yeah, go in there. Really shirtless Sam, shirtless, shirtless Sam. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Great chatting. Have, See a Have a great afternoon. Bye. Thanks. Bye. We should wrap this up and just say again. Yeah, before, before we get you. distracted. Thank you to Ronnie. Um, it, it was great getting a chance to talk to them about Pine Sweat there. Um, you know, just just their writing journey in general. I, I I love I love hearing about that stuff. If you're like me and you're not like necessarily like, you know, you don't you don't search out Winces. I can't hammer enough the the fact that this is just such a great story in mm-hmm. and of itself. So yeah, give it a try. 
you know, just be amazed at the stuff yeah. that happens in this in this story. And y'all, yeah. y'all know me, guys. Y'all know I am a fiend and a pervert, and I am fully with Sandra. If there was not an a stitch of smut in this story, I still would have fucking devoured it because mm-hmm. it is just it is like obviously I would have said that when they were here as well. But oh, the we conversation moves quickly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it moves. It moves quickly, and like I'm, I know that I haul us back a lot. So I was like, no, no, we'll just wait. But no, <laughs> I also, I also would have just fucking consumed it, mm-hmm. even if there was no smut in it. It is so good. And also, go read Pine Sweat, and then go read Blood Sex Magic type of thing because that's the fucking. I'll probably end up reading that tonight because I know it's on my marked for later. So I will, oh, so I, I will read that tonight. So we said it, we said it in our Pine Sweat episode that, you know, you, if you haven't read it on the back of that episode, good Lord, go read it on the back of this one. (laughs) It's like, it's time in your life that you will never, ever regret spending with Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, now that we've kept everybody for so long, we're going to wrap up this episode. So let us know if you do end up reading it, what you thought of it, Uh, just reach out to us in general. We, we love talking to fanfic authors. We love talking to people who love Supernatural as much as we do and dissect it and get irritated and just, just don't know what to do with it. So if you are somebody who's listened, know an author that you think we might want to reach out to or know that we just enjoy certain certain types of fan fiction, you know, give us a give us a holler. Let us know if there's somebody we we maybe have missed out on that we should we should think about reading or just let us get in touch with them because we we love this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at idling in the letter D Impala. If you'd like to make your voice a mail, check the description for our link to send us a voice message. And you can find links to our personal socials and our AO3 accounts in the description. And there's a link to my author website and my original fiction. Original fiction. Y'all should have read Cowboy Comfort by now. So the review <laughs> should be flooding in, guys. They should be flooding in. But also to uh, Ronnie and anyone else that we've had on the podcast, it is always an open invitation to come back and chat with us. So if you guys have new people that you'd like us to chat to, and also if you've been on the podcast and you want to come back and have another chat, mm-hmm. we're always open to that. Come talk to us, guys. We like talking. But in addition to all those different ways that you can contact us, we have a website as well. So if you head on over to idlinginthimpala.com, that is where you can get your, it's finished when I fucking hate it, <laughs> t-shirts. And probably on some other merch as well. I can't remember, but it's definitely on t-shirts. I remember making t-shirts. <laughs> so head on over to that. That's where all the podcast merch is. And there's YouTube stuff on there, Spotify stuff, and some uh, about us info that you might not know. Go and check it out. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, leave us a comment wherever you access your podcast you can leave comments on spotify now there should be like a little a little q and a like what did you think about the episode thingy on spotify but this is especially important if you are watching or listening on youtube because likes and comments and engagement really help us with the youtube algorithm and help get us seen by more people so all hail the youtube algorithm in its benevolence but you know leave us a like leave us a comment all that good stuff in the description of this video, there are the current causes that we are championing. If you need assistance from any of those charities, those links are there to help you. And if you can, if you want it, if you're able to donate to those charities and give them assistance so they can keep helping people, that would be awesome. 
Mm-hmm. And with that, we will say thank you for joining us in the back seat, and we will see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>